0: how are y'all good. good before we start i want all the moms with small children just to take a breath because <sighs> it's okay if they make noise it's family sunday and at, at life point we believe in the family we believe in the family unit and so i'm gonna just bring a word today and i, I hope it's relevant to all ages and and i just want I just want to have an atmosphere of uh, uh, fun, and it doesn't ha- church doesn't have to be stuffy, and, and I, it's okay if your kids make noise. Amen. I, I, that we know they're alive when they make noise. Kids like to make noise, and and that's cool. Uh, so if you have your Bibles, uh, go ahead and flip them open to uh, Luke chapter two this morning. I hope everyone had a great Christmas, and uh, and tonight is New Year's Eve amen we're gonna bring in the new year right um, i know i'm gonna be bringing in the new year eating uh some good food because i ain't starting my resolutions till tomorrow and because uh, what better day to start them on uh you know monday of course you know i'm gonna to go to the gym uh monday we'll start monday it's a new week you know and so uh if you're there say amen i believe we have it on the screen Thank you, Pastor Josh, for allowing me to preach this morning. Come on, let's show Pastor Josh and Pastor Kelly some love. They're doing such a great job. Uh, we love them, and they're doing such a wonderful job uh, taking over the church, and they had some big shoes to fill. Uh, imagine uh, taking over for someone that's been here for 22 years. is crazy. And, uh, so, But they're doing a great job, and we love them. Luke chapter 2, we're going to start in verse 41. It says this, it says, Every year Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem for Passover feast. When Jesus was 12 years old, they went up to the feast as usual. After the feast was over, his parents left to go back home. The boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem, but they were not aware of it. Let's stop right there before you cast judgment on his parents and just think, what bad parents? Like <laughs> Your boy's 12 years old in Jerusalem, and you're out of town, right? Imagine taking your kids to Disney World, okay? And uh, they're 12, and you're like, okay, it's time to go home. You get to Macon, Georgia, and you go yeah we forgot one of our kids let 's go back you know but um it, in that day they they tr- they traveled as large family units together. They had friends and relatives. Jesus was twelve years old, so he was actually going into manhood. He was a young man, considered a man at the time and uh, after the feast was over, uh, the men would leave first they would they would tr- start traveling first, and then the women would catch up to them and so Joseph was traveling and thought Jesus was with Mary, right? I know I've done this like like my kids are with Rhiannon, right? I, I think, hopefully. Um, by the way, Rhiannon, is, we were actually supposed to preach together this morning. I meant to say this earlier, but Rhiannon's really sick. I actually have never seen Rhiannon this sick. She hasn't been out of the room in about two days. She's like, Pfft. I mean, just so pray for her, but she sends her love um she's like super sick honestly i just pray for her i'm actually worried about her she hasn't eaten anything in a couple of days but uh i'm just praying that by the time i get home she's gonna be completely healed amen uh rebuke that sickness in the name of jesus because as a father of four girls i need my wife <laughs> um, but so, anyways, that, Joseph thought, hey, Jesus is with Mary. Mary's like, hey, uh, Jesus is a young man. He's probably with the men. And then they realize, oh, no, Jesus isn't with either one of us. Let's continue on. They said, then, uh, where are we, verse, verse 44, they thought he was with somewhere in the group. So they traveled for a day, and then they, became, they began to look for him among the relatives and friends. They did not find him, so they went back to Jerusalem to look for him. After three days, so they traveled a day, realized that, hey, we don't have our kid. What? And then they traveled back, looked for Jesus a day. So three days, Jesus, 12 years old, is in Jerusalem, like, doing things. And check this out. He says, after three days, they found him in the temple courtyard. He was sitting there with the teachers. He was listening to them and asking them questions. Man, I wish my uh, kids loved school that much. They were just like, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to stay here, Dad, three days, hanging with my teachers, learning stuff. After three days, they found him in the temple. He was listening to them and asking them questions. Everyone who heard him was amazed at how much he understood. They also were amazed at his answers. When his parents saw him, they were amazed. His, fa- his mother said to him, son, why have you treated us like this? Your father and I have been worried about you. We have been looking for you everywhere. And then check this out. Jesus, verse 49 says, why were you looking for me? He asked, don't you know I was about my father's, I had to be in my father's house. But they did not understand what he meant by this. And, and at that, and that day, when, when he's talking about his father, Mary's looking at Joseph like, this is your dad, bro, you should have been with him. Like, but Jesus was on a different plane. He was, his, he was like, my father father god in verse uh, 51 let's keep going it says it says then he went back to nazareth with them and obeyed them he went back to nazareth when he went back home with them and obeyed them but his mother kept all these things in secret like a secret treasure in her heart but jesus became wiser and stronger he also became more and more pleasing to god and to people Let's pray one last time. God, we love you. We thank you, Father God. We pray that in this moment, these next few moments, God, that you would just give us a fresh revelation of your word and your love and your grace, Father God. I pray that I would decrease you, you would increase, Father God. Speak to us. We open our hearts to you. In your holy name we pray. We all said, amen, amen, amen. That's what I like. Uh, I need need someone young. um, Some young. Josh nope, nope. Uh, someone young, what, what did we just celebrate? What did we just celebrate? We just celebrated Christmas. We celebrated Christmas. So fun, right? We love Christmas. Um, who can tell me, someone young, who can tell me uh, what Christmas is about? Can you tell me what Christmas is about? Nope. <laughs> Ziva can. God. It is about God. What, about, what else about God? Yep, God, Jesus. What did what 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 happened on Christmas? Jesus' birthday. Yeah, Lord I killed it. Jesus' birthday. It's about God. It's about it's about Jesus. It's about we celebrated the birth of Christ. Who wants to share what they got? Somebody get something really cool for Christmas. What did you get cool for Christmas? I got a set. I got some. I got some paints and I got and I got some other cool stuff awesome awesome anybody else get anything cool my grandkids got to come and see me yay we love family what did, what did you guys get I got a spy kit and walkie talkies and, and I can't remember what the last <laughs> and Joe just all those. Oh, I don't even know what that means. That sounds really cool. Nerf <laughs> modulus regulator. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's. I, I'm praying for the translation. I don't know, but it sounds really cool. A spy kit. Hold on, two, two more. Then we got to move on. What did you guys get? I I got um. At something at uh, this stuff it will will you uh, stick it make something and it dries overnight. What that's awesome. It dries overnight. What'd you get? I got a light up Lego and a a, 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 a chain reaction That's awesome. That's awesome. So many cool things, but so we, we celebrated the birth of Jesus, right? Um, somebody just holler out, what do we celebrate in the spring? Some an older kid, what do we celebrate in the spring? Nisha, what do we celebrate in the spring? Easter, what is Easter about? Somebody holler that out. Resurrection. Resurrection. Well, so many times we talk about and we put an emphasis on the birth of Jesus, and then we have an emphasis on the death of, of Christ and the resurrection and the last three years of his life, right? And these things are great, and I love them, but so many times we often overlook, and there, it's just because there's not a lot of information, there's not a lot of accounts of Jesus when he was young. But honestly, what's next? What happened after the birth of Christ? And that's kind of where we want to talk about today, is what happened next? You know, we, we, we often forget about that. We, we understand that Jesus was a baby in a manger, and then all of a sudden, fast forward, he's a grown man dying on a cross. Praise God for both. But there's an account in Luke 2 we just read, and this is the only account of Jesus as, as, a, as a young person. A Jesus, you got to think, Jesus was your age at one time, as long as you're younger than 33. Jesus was never 35 like me, or 50 like Josh, Pastor Josh. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I kid. I kid. I love you. Uh, but Jesus was was your age. He was 16. He was 12. He was five. And... and I was beginning to think about this. We we celebrate his birth, but it's such a great account in the word here. Luke is writing this gospel to Theophilus, and and he he most likely heard this account from Mary. It says that Mary uh, treasured this in her heart. And later on, when when Luke, because none of the disciples were there, no one was an eyewitness really to Jesus growing up, except maybe his brothers. But no one had this account in the gospels except Luke. Luke's talking to Mary. Mary's probably telling her, uh, telling him these these stories about Jesus. What if? I mean, this isn't. I mean, this is just my idea, but they're probably drinking some coffee after the death of Christ and, and probably Mary's sharing stories about Jesus. How cool would that be about the young Jesus, you know? And uh, I often wonder what Jesus was like as a, as a young person, you know? like I wonder, because we always think of Jesus as this, uh, you know, uh, I, he is holy, he's perfect in every way and, and all that. He walked on water, but Jesus... Probably played with Legos if they had Legos. You know, Jesus was a young man. He he followed his dad to the shop to try to build stuff. You know, Jesus, they they were Jewish, so they didn't celebrate Christmas. They celebrate Hanukkah. And uh, as but Jesus for Hanukkah got a, a new dreidel, or you know, he would play with that stuff. Jesus was a young person. I love this idea that Jesus. He it says they grew stronger and stronger, right? And that should be one of our goals. Jesus was part of a family. Like, Jesus was part of a family, just like you guys. You're part of a family unit, just like you are. We're, we're part of a family unit. And here at LifePoint, we believe in family. We believe that today, families are all different kinds of families. There's blended families. There's single mom families. There's, there's all kinds of families. But the truth is, we're, we're part of a family. And as we go into this new year, I want it to be the best year yet. That's a good place to say amen, because yeah. amen means that you're agreeing with me. You don't want a best year yet? I, I believe that this year is going to be the best year yet. I want to see our families grow spiritually. I want to see our families grow grow closer together. I want to see our families grow because as the families grow, the churches grow. As the families are healthier, the church is healthier. Amen? And so the, the church is made up of families. You have a part, no matter if you're this tall or this tall, if you're a dad, mom, kid, you have a part to play in the church. Amen? And so I want to go through just a couple of things here that I, I just, God spoke to me. Jesus followed his parents' example. Jesus followed his parents' example. And Luke, uh, in verse 41, it says, Every year Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem for Passover feast. It says that, that they went to Passover feast in Jerusalem like usual. And then we see Jesus, as he grows, he, he continues to do that. He, he, as a grown person, um, he takes his disciples there. Because he followed his parents' example. Parents, we, our kids, are going to follow your example. Paul writes to the Ephesians, he says, follow me as I follow Christ. We as parents need to understand that our kids are going to follow us as we follow Christ. Now, uh, when I was young, my, my dad just wasn't around, and uh, my mom made lots of mistakes and I know especially if you're a teenager you probably just thought I'm not going to be like my dad or mom they're lame I'm going to be way cooler parent but the truth is when you become a parent you become lame and and so I do I do a lot of things like my mom does just because I'm much like her and and so we actually become and follow the examples that our parents set. your kid is going to do things like you now, we have to ask ourselves, do we want them to do that? Check this out. Write this down if you're taking notes. Uh, what we do in moderation gives our kids permission to do in excess. What we do in moderation, what I do as a youth pastor in moderation, whether it's secular music, whether it's, you know, you know, wine, whatever, pick whatever it is. Not that I drink wine, I don't. Um, just, it, but... Uh, <laughs> I was going to say something funny, but it's funny to me. It probably would be funny, funny. But uh, <laughs> what we do in moderation gives our kids permission to do in excess. I hate the saying, do as I say, don't do as I do. Come on, that's a stupid saying. <laughs> God bless you if you said it. I've said it in my, in my past, but we need to say, do as I do. Not as a or do as I say and do as I do. We set the example as parents. If you make if you make church a priority, man, your kids are going to make church priority. Come on, if if you make it a priority to that your kid is here on Sunday nights at, at urgent nights at hype nights that so we're going to have, we're going to kick off. We're going to have two Sunday nights just a friendly plug for urgent two sunday nights a month starting in in january first night is the seventh we're going to go ice skating in in atlanta and so be here for that we're going to meet here at five this is our annual urgent ice skating we always have a blast on it and uh whether you can skate or not it's actually i think funnier if you can't skate and uh and we'll teach you and, and work with you but we're going to get to a new place uh, the battery um the uh, uh we usually get Olympic Park and it's terrible ice and terrible skates and you, you usually your ankles hurt afterwards but this is a little bit nicer they actually don't even do do it in Satillary Park anymore that's why we had to move it back a little bit we usually do it before Christmas but the 7th make sure your, your students are here because if if you don't make it a priority your students aren't going to make it a priority if you don't make Sunday mornings a, a priority, your students aren't going to make uh, make it a priority. What's important to you will become important to your, your students. I'm, I'm not going to preach long, <laughs> said every preacher. <laughs> because I, 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 want, I want your kids to, to get something out of it too. And I know you're thinking, shh. But um, check it out. Next thing, Jesus had conflict with his parents <gasps> i know you're thinking what jesus is the perfect son of god he's he's the savior of the universe he lived a sinless life and i would agree i'm not saying he didn't conflict isn't always sinful but we see in verse 48 here it says it says when his parents saw them and now just put your ear as a parent put yourself and in, in their shoes right because uh, i know if if I lost my kid and they were supposed to be with us, I'd be, I'd be mad, right? I'd just be, and, and that, that, okay, let's just be real. Let's take off the church clothes and uh, be real about this. If, if I looked at Ryan and said, hey, um, I left one of the girls in Disney World and we've already traveled six hours and we just realized it, she would not be happy, That would be a long trip back to Disney World. Amen. And so I'm just thinking, I'm thinking, poor Joseph. (laughs) I'm just kidding but there's probably there's probably some tension a whole day trip back like there are probably there's some tension there right and they get back to jerusalem and they finally find jesus after a day of looking for him in jerusalem jerusalem's a big place and they finally find him and and i would be like shaking my kid why weren't you with us you know and um and hugging him and crying all at the same time, just excited and mad. And uh, But he's, in verse 48, it says, when his parents saw him, they were amazed. His mother said, son, why have you treated us like this? Why have you treated us like this? Your father and I have been worried about you, right? I've been worried sick about you. Why did you do this? You know, conflict. There's conflict there. And we have been looking for you everywhere. And then check out Jesus. Jesus didn't say, sorry, sorry, mom, sorry, Dad. And like, you know. No, like there was conflict there. But how did Jesus said it? He said, he just said, why were you looking for me? Duh. Because you're the Savior of the world, and they're responsible for you. They were like, I'm thinking, why would you even ask that, Jesus? Like, God told Mary and Joseph, hey, I'm going to give you, like, this is going to be a virgin birth, and you're going to have the literally the Savior of the world in your custody, in your care. And Jesus is like, why were you looking for me? Duh, because, like, the world is, like, riding on your shoulders. Of course we're looking for you, bro. And And so he says... I don't know, or didn't you know I had to be in my father's house? But then check it out. He goes further. He goes, he, and then it says that he went home with them and obeyed everything they taught him, obeyed his parents. Now think about this. Jesus is the son of God. He left heaven. He left heaven and, and wrapped himself in, 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 in flesh and, and was born. And was a little child and grew. Right? Jesus was there at the creation of the universe. Jesus was part of this creation process. He's always been. It says John, it says that he is the word and, and, and he's always been, right? He's he's part of the triune Godhead. And I know some of the kids are like, What are you talking about, Pastor Brad? Even some of your parents are like, What? And but the Trinity, he's God, right? Yet Jesus obeyed his parents. Right? Like, young people, you're not Jesus. (laughs) Obey your parents. (laughs) Because I know you may think that you know everything. I know I did when I was 16 and and 15, 17, 20. I, I mean, <laughs> sometimes even now I think, well, I still, yeah, I I realize that I got so much to learn. But uh, how much more do we need to obey our parents? Because we're not Jesus. Jesus set the example. It said that he obeyed his parents. Come on, young people, look at your parents. Every person that's that's young, teenager, and below, look at your parents. Look at them right now and say, I will obey everything you say. Go ahead and say it. I will obey everything you say this year and hopefully today. You should say it. Tell them that. Even if it's a faith statement, call things that are not as though they were Obey your parents. Obey your parents. Young people, obey your parents. Uh, Parents, understand that you're fallible. You're not perfect. I realize that I'm not perfect. And I realize I've had to come back to my kids in moments of conflict because it's my fault. I'm going to back up a little bit because I'm going to say this earlier. But conflict and conflict... I've had to I've yelled at my kids before. I know you're thinking that no, Pastor Brad. And I've I've been angry before. And I, I've been wrong before. And I have had to come to my kids and just apologize. Look, dad was wrong, and I'm sorry. I shouldn't have yelled at you like that. Uh I was, you know, and so. We have to conflict is not sin. But we have to be real and, and just be honest. Man, obey your parents. Obey your parents. We should always obey our parents. Young people, understand, understand that your parents have the best in mind for you. They're not tyrants. They want you to put your phone up at night and get off of it at a certain time, not because they don't want you to not have fun, but because they care about you and because they want to teach you things, and they want you to wake up and be able to go to school and function, and they love you. Amen. Uh, Jesus went home and obeyed them. It says that he he grew stronger. Check out that, that last verse there it says that he became wiser and stronger. And I believe the verse 52 is actually directly tied to verse 51. It says, then he went back to Nazareth with them and obeyed, obeyed, obeyed them. And then in 52, it says, Jesus became wiser and stronger, and he also became more pleasing to God and to people. In closing, That's our heart for you this year. That's our goal, is to be more pleasing to God. We want, as a family, not just individually, but as a family, we we want to grow wiser and stronger and closer to God. So how do we do that? I want to give you just a couple of things real quick. Plan. If we If we fail to plan, we plan to fail. We need a plan as a family. We need a plan as a as a dad of four girls, and the oldest one plays soccer and travels playing soccer and is in band and is in Beta Club, and Bella does everything, just name it. I don't even know what all she does. She does a bunch of stuff, and then Layla does the same thing. They're in every club, I think, at school they could sign up for. If it gave you a free shirt, they signed up for it. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like you know, these cost dues and time and dance. It's, just, it's crazy. My wife is a teacher. I'm finishing my last uh year my last semester uh, from a bachelor's degree and I have to take 16 hours to finish out this and also work and and we're busy. We have to plan or we're not going to do, you know, what we want to do because we're so busy. The American family today is so busy. We all have so much to do. We spend time in traffic. We we spend time, you know, l- let's plan a meal one or two times a week and sit down and Let's plan a Bible study. I'm not saying every night has to have church, but even just a verse or two, right? Plan. Come on. Sunday night, bring your, your student to, to, to youth, pick them up, and then ask them, What'd you learn? Hopefully, if I'm doing my job right, they'll be able to tell you something. <laughs> and, uh, but let's plan. I know that's you know some people aren't good planners. I'm not a good planner. I'll just be honest with you. That's not my thing. That's why I married Rhiannon. I was like, she she writes everything down and has a plan for everything. I'm just like, let's just do it and figure it out. It'll be fun. And uh, and so try to plan. Plan some times with your kids. Second, this year we should spend time with family. Spend time. Discipleship happens in the context of relationship. Discipleship, and that's really what you're doing. You know, as we follow Christ, our kids hopefully are going to follow us as we follow Christ. That's discipleship. Discipleship is just a big word for, you know, showing, growing, teaching, and that's going to happen in context of relationship. I can't tell you how many times that I've taken Bella to to soccer, or driving home with Layla from dance, or uh, taking Lorelai hiking. Are just spending time with Savannah, sitting on the couch, that there's been times of teaching, not planned, just spur of the moment, just teaching and picking them up from school, listening to them, and, and just times of uh, just being there. there God, God will give you times to teach and, and to, to, to grow and to invest into your, your young people. But we have to be, we have to spend time. We have to make sure there's time to do that amen this year as we grow our goal is to grow wiser and stronger i almost fell um our goal is to be wiser and stronger this year i want to see every family when we end 2018 next year i want you to be able to say i am wiser stronger our family is closer together than we were in 2017 that's our goal as a church I want us to look around at every family unit and say, "Man, we've we've invested. We, we've given you the tools to be able to to grow as a family unit, to, to grow closer to God as, as children." Every night we pray with our kids. I, I, I make sure uh, my kids do not. And we started this when they were young. And every night they come. Even even Bella, thirteen years old, she she will not go to bed until we pray together and it's a good it's good for them too because they they they're always looking at uh looking for some reason to stay up later so they're like but you didn't pray so uh (laughs) make this a long prayer and uh but um what i want to do in closing and if if somebody could come and and uh play softly um i want us just to be able to pray as as family units and um you know, if your family's not here, uh, that's fine. Just, you know, group up with somebody because <laughs> we're going to, we're all family, really. You know, that's what the church is, is we're a church family. We're all brothers and sisters. We're all carrying each other's burden. So if we could just stand where we are, I want to, I just want to invite and and ask you if you would, uh, just as families, couples, kids parents take your kids hand. this is a good time for you to lead and and show them but um i want us to come forward as families and we're gonna we're gonna pray and i want to pray for you come on come on as parents grab your kids hand let's 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 come to the front as couples if you're by yourself just come on come on we're all family come on let's gra- grab just family units everyone that will we're gonna we're gonna pray for next year. We're gonna pray. Uh, I want your I want your your kids to see you praying and and worshiping. This is this is the great thing about family Sunday is it gives your kids your uh, chance to see you leading and worshiping and and you're setting the example. So as the band plays, let's just go to the Lord in prayer, and I want you men i want you to 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 lead your family in prayer if you're by yourself man just join someone and we're gonna pray and then we're gonna kick off uh the new year's but let's go to lord prayer god we